You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 016. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Hey, Buttercup. Hey, beautiful. How you doing? I'm doing really well. Yeah? Yeah, I'm feeling good. Good. Yeah. How about you? Pretty good. I took care of uh, some issues at the court today and got a ticket, parking ticket while I was in taking care of another issue. (laughs) That sounds fantastic. It was so fun. (laughs) I'm really looking forward to getting away with you. I can't wait. I know. We need to get away. We do. For sure. We do. For sure. So, um, so we're going to, we're actually going to go away this coming weekend, um, I guess we probably shouldn't tell people. Yeah, don't say that. People steal from my house. I know. All of our riches. <laughs> people are going to come and steal all our riches. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that right there is just hilarious. I don't care who you are. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> well, especially because we were joking last night about how ridiculous our TV is because we need a new TV so bad. Yeah. It's pretty minuscule when you look at... Both of them are pretty small. What size TVs are now. Like I this know. used to be the regular size of a television. I know. Now, now it's they're like, like if they're not the size of the wall, they're not big enough. You know what this is? <clears throat> what? Hashtag first world problems. Yes, definitely a first world problem. So, okay, if you guys are new to the show, just so you know, if you're like, what the hell is this? I thought we were going to get some advice. <laughs> 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 so typically what we like to do really kind of for our, our own enjoyment is we take a little bit of time in the beginning of our uh, of our podcast to kind of just shoot the shit and hang out and chat a little bit and then we dive into some content and we will we always fluctuate between life topics and love topics so today we're gonna be uh covering off a a life topic for you um all about if you are a judgy judgerson five ways to combat a judgmental instinct which guess what we all have it we everybody in the world probably maybe not like dalai lama I don't, I don't know. know. I think everybody kind of works with this issue. Yeah. So I think it'll be a it's good in our one. Nature, but, I think. But it's a what? It's in our nature. It is. It's yeah. weird. Um, but we're gonna <clears throat> we're gonna target that a little bit today. But before we do, we wanted to share with you that we're going away for our anniversary, and we're kind of we needed to get away no matter what, even if we didn't have an anniversary. It's true. You know, this is true because we've been dealing with your. Your arm and rehabilitation and stuff. But I have to say, you being out of the house and working again, like, I'm really, really glad that it's gradual because I miss you. I know. I know. I miss you too. I'm glad to get back, though. Like, it's so hard for me to sit around and not do anything or just be in the house. Not necessarily not do anything, but just be in the house. And I know that you aren't like that. It's weird that I'm... Like, I'm a total people person, for sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But I love... I, like, I can lock myself in the house for days on end and just nerd out on the computer. And... Yeah, I know. I, but I this get... weekend, we're going to relax, right? It's not going to be, like, nonstop agenda. 
oh, we're going to be parasailing and scuba diving. Fuck and- that. <laughs> Okay, so that is one way that we're very different. In For fact, sure. remember when I took you to Catalina and I, I do. we were like, I was like, we're going to go snorkeling. And it was so outside of my box because. I, no, wait a minute, you guys. She's, she's, she has a snorkel. There's people snorkeling all around. We're 15 feet from the shore and we're on the surface and she's freaking out. And I've got like a death grip on his hand. Because we were, but but the water was so nasty and murky, like you can't see anything. That freaks me the fuck out. I just pretty much don't like adventure in the standard term of the word. Like yeah. I'm up for adventure, but only on my terms when it's perfectly calculated, well organized, and no surprises. I don't like when it involves wildlife, hiking, mountain trails, um, sea life. She's a city kid. <laughs> She's a city kid. Is, is that all? Is that all the stipulations you got for adventure? Is, is or or like extre- extreme? You kind of took the adventure out of adventure. If if I have to jump out of something, it if the, I just it makes me so uncomfortable. But you know what? I was just thinking about a blog post that I want to write mm-hmm. about things I'm no longer going to apologize for. Like I am not spontaneous and I'm not adventurous, and so the fuck what? Okay. So that, I'll just. Make a note of that. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So maybe we can do, maybe we can do something adventurous this weekend. I'm not going to pass judgment on you. Don't pass judgment. <laughs> you can be as non-adventurous ju- as you want. Are you being a judgy judgerson? Judgy judgerson. <laughs> that should segue us into our topic. I don't know. Yeah. 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 I think so, actually. Um. Ooh. But seriously, I think that's a lot. A lot of times there's things that we think we should be. Um, you know, like I, I really judged myself for a long time thinking like, okay, if you're the artist type and, you know, you're this free spirit and all those things, like shouldn't you like adventure? Shouldn't you be spontaneous? And Not necessarily. No, you no. know. So anyway. Um, maybe that's another another good topic. Take a note of that. There you go. Sidekick. Yeah, I've got my notes going over here. <laughs> I see that. <laughs> Not fucking apologizing. <laughs> There's number one. <laughs> yeah, you guys should know that by now. Um, all right, so I want to talk about this this uh, subject around being being judgmental. Okay, so if you're like most of us, then you most likely have somehow, and I don't know how, but we've been conditioned to kind of size up, evaluate, or vote on almost everything and everyone that we come across, right? So does that mean you're normal? Absolutely. Um, But does that judgmental stance really serve you in any way? Probably not. And a lot of times it leaves us feeling... uh, unhappy we kind of have some unrest like you never cast judgment on someone and feel euphoric like you're never you don't you know what I mean like it never really releases an amazing feeling for you I don't know I think you can judge people in a negative way or in a positive way oh that's true and they can prove you wrong either way that's true but I would I think it's really quite rare that we judge in a positive way even if we judge in a positive way, most likely there's a negative spin to it. Like, oh, look at them. They're so successful and rich. I wonder what they did to get there. Or, you know, 
or yeah. something else like that, you know, or yeah. or it turns back into something about yourself. Like, well, and I could never be that rich or I could never be that successful. I so yeah, most of the time it doesn't make you like, yeah, they're amazing and I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you leaned back when you said that. That was the best part about it. Because I'm I kin- wish you guys could have saw. I'm kinesthetic. That. I got to move my body. Yeah, you are. Yeah. All right, Mr. Smith. Don't be nasty. <laughs> nasty? I thought it was cute. Oh, okay. I thought you were being dirty. I'm being judgment. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. All right. So number one, I want you just to call your own ass out. Okay. And what I mean by this is to really watch yourself and be mindful because most of the time we do this extremely subconsciously. Like it's just a way of being. We just naturally assess. So start with something really basic. I want you to just start by watching yourself the next time you go grocery shopping. Okay? And use this as just a little exercise and see how many times you look at somebody and size them up or make some sort of conclusion, okay? So there's one component to actually observing. And then it crosses over into this um, conclusion that we've made up. And that's really where the judgment comes. So you could, you could notice somebody who has a really extreme haircut, right? Um, like let's say it's a mohawk or something like that. And you could notice it and go, okay, that person has a mohawk. Right? Like that's the observation. That's the plain old facts. But we don't usually stop there mentally. We make an assessment about what we're seeing. So we'll say, oh, they must be into punk music or they're probably unemployed or they or whatever based off of your conditioning, your, your society that you grew up in, your family dynamics, whatever. We make some sort of conclusion about what we're observing. So uh, what if you just allowed just that observation, just the acknowledgement of what you're seeing. So you see people with their kids like screaming and yelling and all of those things. What if you just stopped and was like, okay, that family is noisy. That is loud. There's, you know, (laughs) and just instead of going to the, I bet, I bet they are horrible parents. I bet they're, you know, um, I bet those kids have ADD. I bet they're whatever, whatever assessment you make, just stop with just the plain old observation. Mm. That's a hard one to do. It is. Sometimes I do the opposite. I'll try to like say, I wonder what home life what home life is like for them when they're not out. Or <clears throat> you know, how their kids act when they're not when they're with mom or when they're with dad or kind of you know, I don't know. So you're pretty much the most perfect sidekick ever because that's my next point. Ooh, and no, look at that. And you didn't even know. No, I had no idea. Great segue, Mr. Smith. Okay, so the number two <laughs> is to stand in curiosity. So this is another option. Uh, but before we jump into that, don't forget, like, you, the next time you go grocery shopping, groceries or any other type of shopping, use that time and it's an awareness. Like you said, you know how you, you just said it's hard to do. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to do when you have zero consciousness or zero awareness about it. But if you start like, okay, here's an exercise. I'm going to target. I'm going to start this exercise right now. And you create some consciousness about it. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it then simply becomes about choice. All right. So number two is actually stand in curiosity. So this is another, another type of uh, skill that you can employ if you notice that you tend towards the judgmental. So let's go back to that same scenario. Let's see you see a woman in the store. She's barefoot 
pregnant. She's got one kid in one arm who happens to have a dirty face. She's pushing another dirty-faced kid in the stroller, and they're all screaming and yelling at each other, right? Enter Judgy Judgerson, right? (laughs) Like, I think all of us would. We We would not just observe it. We would make up some assumptions. Wow, I bet they're milking the system. I, you know, oh, I bet they're dirty. I bet they're disease-ridden. Well, I bet you said they have a dirty face, so they are dirty. Just dirty people. Oh, you know, yeah, like just, but making it up as a, like such a negative connotation, mm. right? Like dirt is really not that big of a deal. But if we say that person is dirty, like that's not nice. Yeah, that's true. Right. But we're creating a truth. We start creating a truth about that person. And most likely, it's not. Um, Because what we create is usually based off of stereotypes or extremes. Like we don't just, I bet they're just kind of having a rough go. I bet they're just trying to, you know, get through this life just the way the rest of us are. No, we don't think that. We think, I bet you they're on welfare. I bet you they're milking the system. Like we make it this extreme situation, Mm -hmm. right? Now, don't get me wrong. I really think... Stereotypes are stereotypes for a reason, okay? Enough people who look the same did the same behavior enough times for people to make up a stereotype. Does that give us a free pass to be an asshole? No. Does it give us a free pass to not grow and develop our own spirit? Absolutely not. At the end of the day, is that what we're trying to do here when we're not judging people? Oh, you mean are you trying to tie it in? Like why would we even care yeah, about why this? Do we, why even not stand in judgment? What's the point? Well, a couple of things. One is I think that it speaks really loudly to the person that you are and who you are. Most of the time when we're so external, we're avoiding internal things. Ah, and and we'll it. definitely be talking about that in a minute. Yeah. Um, but, but the other piece of it is that I have come across so many people in my practice who've said, I, I notice this about myself and I don't want to be this. So if you love being judgmental, you love that you jump to conclusions, you love that you make assessments right off the bat with zero information, then knock yourself out. But I'm pretty sure that the people who listen to the Joy Fucking Junkie show care about being a better person. Absolutely. No, you know, I'm just... uh... Standing in curiosity. No, I know. And I love that you always love to play the devil's advocate. It's good. (laughs) It's perfect. It's great. So, um, so... If you were to stand in curiosity, wouldn't what would it be like if you were to look at that woman that we just, you know, kind of painted that scenario and just ask yourself, I wonder who that woman really is. I wonder what her story is, what her journey has been like. What um what does she have to offer? And just allow yourself your mind to wander down that path. It's like picking the path that your mind is going to wander in, right? Like we tend to make conclusions. What if you just went down a path with open-ended curiosity? And the point of that is that feeling of curiosity feels a hell of a lot better than that looking down your nose feeling of judgment. So you get to feel better. I know that I know that that that's the case for me for sure, um, and I, I and it's a practice. Yeah, you know, again, it's a reconditioning. It's something that we don't do naturally for whatever reason. Um, so we have to condition a new way of behaving. And I still catch myself, 
But number three is one of my favorites, which is kind of to distract yourself with a little bit of a mantra. And the mantra I use is, your journey is your own journey. Oh, I love that. (laughs) So this is, and this is really kind of just saying the fact, like you see somebody who looks ridiculous or has a different style than you deem attractive. And if you just stop yourself and say, you know what? Your journey is your own journey. It arrests your thought process. So if you're already venturing down that road, like I said, of sizing someone up, assumptions, judgments, etc., you can just stop your journey altogether, stop your path, stop your walk down that road by just interrupting the thought process with some sort of statement. So I actually found this particular one uh, years ago. A whole bunch of my girlfriends and I were going to uh, Vegas. And there was a handful of us in the car and we're driving down the strip in Vegas. And they're, they're the most colorful, uh, bizarre grouping of humans ever. Next to maybe to... West Hollywood. It's Vegas. It's Vegas, right? Yeah. So, but you see so many different walks of life, yep. so much variety, and it's extremely easy to fall into that path of, sure. oh, well, they're this, or, you know, we're like, I don't have time for them, or whatever, whatever we make up. So, right when we got there, I'm thinking, okay, we're all going to be like judging our asses off around around here if we don't like nip this in the bud and I'm you know the coach hippie of the group and you know they're always laughing at me because I'm like what are you thankful for today <laughs> <laughs> and they're like shut the fuck up no 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 stop it with no they're not positivity like no they love it they're sweet so so we started saying what if what if every time we saw somebody who we would normally make up some conclusion about how stupid they are, how silly they are, what a horrible sense of fashion they are, what a whore they are. You know, you see people dressed in very scantily clad outfits, whatever. What if we just stopped ourselves and just said, you know what? Your journey is your own journey. And it's like the ultimate distraction. And it reminds you of what you want to believe. Mm -hmm. Because I do really, truly, at my core, believe that. I believe that everybody has the unique right to their own process, whether it's their their creativity and their uh, fashion sense, all the way to their spiritual journey. Um, I believe that everybody is fulfilled in different ways, like we talked about last week with children or no children. It's not my choice to say, Oh, you choose to have kids, then you, you're awful or what a horrible decision or your life is over, your marriage is over. The same way I don't want people judging us by not having kids. So um, it just gives you that opportunity to get connected to what you really truly want to believe um, and what you want to stand behind. And it gives you the opportunity to back, back it up with your behavior. Mm-hmm. This is a touchy subject. Because, okay. well, for instance, if the, the, you know, girl that looked like a slut, mm-hmm. right? If you're dressed like that, what do you expect other people to judge you as, right? Mm-hmm. That's like me dressing up as a cop and going out on the street and somebody come up to me needing help. And I'm like, oh, just because I'm dressed like a cop doesn't mean I am one. Well, I believe that's why it's illegal. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice comeback. But Unless my- it's Halloween. <laughs> but... But the analogy still stands. Right. But the point is, is do you want to be that type of person who just assesses that that person? No, not at all. But should I 
treat her like a librarian? No, but what if you or should just... I talk to her like a librarian? What, what like how do you? Well, you know? what if you just? Well, first of all, there might not ever be an instance where you would even need to talk to her anyway. Yeah, but point. I'm just saying, what if you really viewed people as people? Because who knows? Like instead of what they're wearing. What if? What if she's in a costume contest that day? What if um, she's stripping to feed her babies? What if? she's you know grew up in a really conservative mormon family and she's just trying to find her voice like i'm just saying there's a million and one possibilities we assume only one mm. when we take in the visual now do we have our i i really believe we have our own responsibility to how we present ourselves for sure, sure. right um but it makes me feel better about the woman i am to give everybody the expanse to show me who they are Sure. I like that feeling. Sure. Um, I feel better when I don't size up a situation um, and give it expanse, give it freedom to like show me otherwise. Right. You know? Right. I guess I'm not, I'm not thinking of a judgment in that sense, but I'm thinking like, you know, for, for instance, if a girl has a lot of cleavage mm-hmm. and she's showing off a lot of cleavage and it's obvious that, you know, it's out there and then, <clears throat> which is fine, you know, I'm not judging, (laughs) (laughs) but let's say that uh, she says, hey, my eyes are up here. Right. And I'm like, well, it's a little difficult. Right. I don't know if that's still in the same vein as this, but. Well, that's a little different because now she's giving you conflicting information. Now she's actually saying something. Now you're talking about it. So this is a little. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, let's let's go back to the uh, to the girl who who is dressed provocatively. And I'm, you know, I'm a single guy, let's say, and I go up and I start hitting on her and because she's dressed provocatively. Okay. Instead of dressed like, you know, the gap or something, you know, like, Mm -hmm. you know, she's showing more skin. Okay. So she's going to get more attention. Okay. Right. But then she says, well, just because I'm dressed like this doesn't mean that you can just come up and hit on me or something. Right. Like. So, right, and but that's different. That's about okay. So you're saying judgment as far as like not in a conversation, right? Just viewing people. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's that fair. yeah, or or in a conversation, or in a conversation too. I'm just thinking that situation doesn't. Um, that's a that's a little bit different because she's giving you information that's directly contrasting. Okay, that's what now. I'm but to get the at. other, but the other thing about that is, is if you flip that and stand in curiosity, no matter what, you almost always can um, can overcome that. Sure. So w- what I mean by that is like, let's say, let's say you see these screaming people and, you know, in screaming the, people. in the, yeah, the, the mom and the kids, oh, okay. <laughs> screaming people, <laughs> why are they screaming? The mom and the kids and they're screaming and they're doing all this stuff and, and you, you go up to them or something and you're like, oh, here, let me help you or something. They're like, get away from me. Get the fuck away from me. Or they're mean to you or something like that. They don't prove you wrong. Let's say if you stop and still come from a curiosity place Like, it doesn't mean you stay there and take abuse, but you can still go, wow. And this is what I do all the time because it it saves me from spiraling into a pissed off place Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is I'll go, I really wonder what has happened to that person in their life that 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 has become a way of being. Right. That that's how they engage with people. Absolutely. I stand with you. I'm just playing, you know, I'm trying to think what would the our audience have as questions. Right. You know. And so, 
which is actually great because it segues into our next topic, which is Ooh. awesome. Um, number four is self-care versus judgment, right? Mm. So I think that there's um, – it gets really, really sticky when we're experiencing judgment from people in our lives, okay? Like people that we're close to, our family members, people that we work with, or maybe even people you're sleeping with, people you're hitting on, whatever, Um which I hope that's just a example. Of course. <laughs> I'm just oh kidding. I know. I know. Um, so like when you disagree with a family member, for instance, our process is usually to really vote on or judge why they are wrong. Okay. Why who they are is not right. While Why their stance is incorrect. Why their beliefs are wrong. Um, so what if you were to just simply shift that focus from who they are, like so obsessed with like their belief, why they're wrong, all that, and just stood in self-care. Um, so I'll give you an example. Uh, I used to, years and years and years ago when I was working um, in cosmetics, I would work around these certain people who were so extremely different than me and had um, had belief structures that were very different than me. You know, in fact, one of the girls was really um, – really advocated finding a sugar daddy and a dude to take care of you and a man to basically pay for everything for you. And that was kind of like her belief, right? Which for me, I couldn't be more opposite in my beliefs. Couldn't be more opposite. So my inclination, and this is kind of when I really understood a lot of this stuff, my inclination was to decide on why she was so wrong. Like on why, why, God, how can you think like that? Why, uh, 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 focus, focus, focus on her, her, her. And then I realized like that never makes her change her ways. And then I'm suffering. I'm the one spinning my wheels, getting frustrated, getting upset. So I started going, okay, what if I switched my focus just to one of self-care? What would that look like? What if I would just wanted to take care of Amy? Well, what that looked like is, avoiding conversation with her because it never really went anywhere um staying connected to the people that I really wanted to associate with my with around work not instigating conversation that I knew would be combative um so there was a lot of stuff that I could do to actually take care of Amy instead of spending my energy in something that made me feel shitty sure so it's the same thing with um like say you were hitting on that girl or some single dude was hitting on this girl right <laughs> right so you can you can make a choice in that moment like if you're like okay so if she's the type of person who's going to say something like that i'm at choice right now i can either try to go deeper and see if there's something behind that like maybe she just got accosted by like four people who came up and were really negative to her and she wasn't really all excited about getting hit on again and that was the first thing that came out so you can be at choice if you want to get curious and go deeper or you can stand in self-care and go you know what this might not be the best expenditure of my efforts i'm moving on right does that help so you get to choose yeah we're always at choice we're always at choice but that's what i find a lot particularly you know i've got some issues with you know, family members that I feel we have very, very extremely different beliefs, particularly politics and religion. So there are times when I have to not spin my wheels on why they think that way because it's foreign to me. Mm -hmm. But instead of me deciding a truth about them, 
I simply will switch it into what do I need to take care of me? Do I need to leave this conversation? Do I need to politely excuse myself? Do I need to, um, you know, what is it? Most of the time it's eliminating that energy from my immediate surroundings. Like excusing myself from a conversation. You don't have to keep being combative with somebody. We think like we need to be louder and more argumentative and explain our point. For what? For what? Most of the time, if especially if it's a staunch opinion, it's not wavering. Yeah, they're not going to change their mind. So I always, you know, I brought this up before. I always ask myself, what's the fastest avenue to peace? A lot of times it's not to have a major political discussion. And I have to really watch myself because I, I tend to want to do that. <laughs> well, in, anytime I, just as a side note, anytime I go into a conversation uh, that involves politics or religion, I always tell myself that I'm not there to change people's minds. Right. Right. And if I do that, then I stand with, integrity and what I believe but without judging what their beliefs are yeah you know and that's that's key because persuasion like feeling like we need to get somebody else to see it our way right is a death trap sure it is a death trap preach on sister and that's why I think you know like for some of my family members who are genuinely concerned about my soul who want me to believe believe a certain thing religiously that they do that's a big fucking burden they carry, you know? And I'm like, wow, sucks to be you. Good thing I'm not worried about my soul. <laughs> Jesus, right. pardon the pun. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, and then number five, this kind of pulls it, pulls it all back home is, is there anything you need to clean up? So like I was talking about, you know, recently I found myself really judging a family member for operating in a place of victimhood. Only to kind of realize that I was doing the same exact thing in some instances. Now, I don't think this is always a direct parallel. I definitely don't. Um, But I do think there's always something to learn. So if you're picking apart someone else's body, how do you feel about your own? If you're voting on somebody else's parenting skills, where can you be a better parent? Um, Are you insecure about your parental role in any way? Um... So, you know, we've all heard that, like, your judgment is not really about them. It's about you. I don't know. I don't know. I think sometimes my judgment is about how I view integrity or how I view politics or how I view faith. So there's certain things that I will see and it will not feel good to me. And I will want to judge somebody's perspective because I feel like it's limiting in some way or that it's harming a body of people in some way. So I don't think it's always about who you are or mm-hmm. always about you having the same issue. So you're saying that not all judgment uh, stems from insecurity. Right. Right. Okay. I do think it always says something about who you are. Absolutely. Yeah. But I don't think it always says something about an I- something you have an issue with or mm-hmm. that you're insecure about. Okay. Right? Right. So, um, but always the most powerful place to look is where you can grow, okay? So where do you need to stretch? Where do you need to push yourself? Where do you need to let go of control? Love yourself a little bit more. Um, you know, and if all else fails, you know, if, you, if you're finding yourself like spiraling down judgment, assessing somebody, just ask yourself, how would I rather feel right now? 
sometimes it's just a matter of switching your focus, um, you know, and just deciding to think about something else. That's also, you know, all also a reason why the your journey is your own journey works so well because you're just stopping the thought process. It's just very simple, just distracting. You could easily pull out Candy Crush Saga at the same time if you wanted, <laughs> but you only got five lives on that, so you got to be careful. Well, if you got a lot of friends, you can get more than five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and just a final reminder, this is something that always keeps me really humble is – Remember that just as you are staring down your nose at somebody else, there is a lurky Judgy Judgerson talking mad shit about you. And that really doesn't feel good, does it? <laughs> so. Nice. Wrap, way to wrap it up. No. Now I got to look over my shoulder all day. Yes, you do. And it's me. I'm talking shit on you. Oh, it's you? No. Not well, I have to look over my shoulder. Then I have to look down. <laughs> <laughs> we have a slight height difference out there, if you guys didn't know. Um. But you don't really want to act like that, now do you? So let's man up, okay? You're better than that. Or woman up. Or woman up, whatever. Yeah. So those are our our five tips on how to combat a judgmental instinct. So knowing that knowing that that's you, awesome. That's the first step. And then really creating a consciousness around it and deciding that you want to change it, you I know? Love that. Um because for me, it always feels better if I'm proud of the woman that I am. Always. No matter what it is. Whether I'm engaging in communication with you, relationship stuff, dealing with my clients. I always want to come from a place of, am I proud of Amy? Am I proud of how I've shown up? And this is one of those major things that I consistently work on. Constantly. I'll really, really create that awareness around it. So. Well, I think that's one of those things that you always have to. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one, it's, ne you're never done. You're never done. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I actually think I need to get a workout on. Do it. So let's wrap this do bitch it. up. <laughs> well, let's do it. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next week. And don't forget to swing by thejoyjunkie.com. Grab your free life and love uh, digital kit. Tons of free goodies for you. And while you're there, swing by the podcast page where you can submit show ideas to us and be a guest caller if you'd like. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to leave your comments uh, either on iTunes or um, on the blog page where this podcast is posted. We would absolutely love to know your thoughts. Uh, so here is to loving and living your most badass life. Have a great week, everybody. Mr. and Mrs. Smith out. Mm -hmm.